You're listening to the ESO Network, your station for all things geek. Hey there, welcome to episode 190 of the Soul Forge podcast. Welcome to the Soul Forge, a place of silent mystery, quiet contemplation, and outright mayhem. Join your host, Sean Vanderloo, as he guides you through the adventures of living. Together, we'll talk about life and love, sex and dating, joy and heartache, memories and loss, and so much more. Don't worry, it's not nearly as pretentious as it sounds. Get ready for life, the universe, and everything on The Soul Forge. Hey gang, welcome to another exciting episode of Soul Forge Podcast. I'm your host Sean, as always, and today I have a very exciting episode for you. What makes it so exciting? Well, today is the first day that on this podcast, I am using my new Zoom H4n handy pro recorder that I got for Christmas. I've used it once so far on the Rusted Robot podcast, and today I've decided to use it on Soulforge because this is a non-Skype episode. So it's just me recording in my room, and I don't have to worry about any guests or sound levels or anything like that. So hopefully the sound quality on this thing is spectacular because on the Rusted Robot episode, it was awesome. So I'm just going to assume that it is going to be equally awesome right here. So what are we talking about this week, gang? Well, you're in luck. Are you buying a new car? Have you recently bought a new car? Are you searching for a car? Have you ever looked for a new car? That's what I'm talking about this week. You'll remember... Sometime late last year, I did an episode on car buying decisions. Well, I made a decision, and I've purchased a new vehicle, and I will tell you about that a little bit later. But first, I'm going to talk about the car buying experience. I'm going to talk about the ups and downs, the adventures that I went on because of this. Oh boy. Car buying can be a very stressful experience, as I'm sure most, if not all of you, are aware. Okay, so for some background information, I believe on that other episode I did talk about all the cars that I've had previously. Can't remember 100% if I did, uh, but just a quick recap. My first car I got in December of 1999. It was a 1985 Chevy Citation. And it lasted for about a year until something in the engine exploded or blew up or stopped working. I can't remember what it was. That's too long ago now. And I loved that car. It was my first car. Uh, I purchased it uh, a few days after I got fired from Tim Hortons for not being a team player. Because, like I've mentioned before, that was the first job that I could get once I graduated from university. And I was... I don't know if I was in a depression or not, but I certainly wasn't happy. And what do you do when you're not happy? You spend money. And so I bought this 1985 Chevy Citation for $500. We got it working. And it it's slightly bigger than a Chevy Chevette. It was four-door. It was moss gold. I put a hood scoop on it from a 1969 Mustang. I had 4x4 stickers on it dingle balls that my dad gave me that he had used in the 70s oh it was an amazing car uh, i actually over the last few years i've been looking for a replacement for it uh, but 
they are nowhere to be found. So that was very sad. Uh, so after that car, let me think, what did I get? Uh, anyway, I don't know. I can't remember. There's, uh, there's a Facebook album of all the previous cars that I've had. I had a, uh, what did I have after that? I had, might've been a 1987 Buick Park Avenue. And then I had a 1990 Chevy, what was it? It was a Chevy Celebrity station wagon that my mom had given me. And that was an old beast. And I also had at one point, uh, mom's 1992 Dodge Caravan. Great vehicle. So reliable. Actually, no, the, uh, the rad was always going and it just needed a lot of work. It was old. Uh, and then I had a 1994 Ford Aerostar and then I had a 2003 Dodge Caravan. And then I had my, uh, what did I have after that? I, I think after the Dodge Caravan, I got myself the 2012 Mazda 3, which I just got rid of last week. But I also had my grandfather's 95 Chevy Lumina, which I kind of inherited and sold because it was garbage and it needed a lot of work. And I also had a 1974 Volkswagen Beetle, which I never restored and I sold a few years ago. So, oh boy. So the last couple of weeks I've been looking for a new vehicle and I'm going to tell you all about that right after station identification and a promo from the Earth Station One podcast. We are the Earth Station One Podcast, and we approve this message. Hi, I'm Judy, and I've been a listener of Earth Station One for over 10 years. Yeah, every day while Mike edited together over 550 episodes, you know all that geek-themed blah, blah, blah. I've listened so much that now I hear howdy in my sleep. You, too, can enjoy all the Earth Station One fun wherever fine podcasts are found. Okay, Mike, I did this for you. Are we going to get another dog now? The Earth Station One podcast. Over 10 years for geeks by geeks. Okay, wasn't that a great podcast promo? Aren't you going to go check that out right away? It is the flagship show of the network, Earth Station One podcast with Mike and Mike. And go check it out. I've been a guest on that several times and uh, you're going to love it. So, about three weeks ago, I decided, okay, it's time. It's time to get a new vehicle because... The Mazda, which I've had almost nine years, needs a lot of work. It, uh, well, for the last five or six years, it's needed a new windshield because one time when I was coming back home from the Sioux here to Timmins, uh, a transport went by really fast and really close and the air pressure from the passing of the transport truck cracked the window in about four different places. Luckily, it was never in my field of view, so I never bothered to replace it because that was about $500. Uh, then what happened? Um, of course, uh, bumpers don't last very long on these cars cause they're all made out of plastic. So a number of years ago, uh, I parked too close to a snowbank and wrecked the front bumper on the right side. And that was sad. And then another time I backed out of my parking spot and slightly grazed a truck that was parked right behind me. Uh, so the back bumper was slightly grazed and, uh, the gas tank can spot you know the thing where you put the gas hose into the uh the the, the gas cap cover that's what it is uh it didn't uh, work anymore so it was just kind of dangly um also what else did it need uh it was going to need a new alternator very soon 
because the battery wouldn't hold a charge a lot of the time. So that's uh, about $500. Uh, each bumper is about $1,000. The new muffler that I needed, depending on which quote I was going to go with, was either going to cost $1,000 or about $1,200. So I needed about between two and four thousand dollars worth of work on the car and it was nine years old it was a 2012 and what are we in we're in 2021 so yeah it was time to either dump a whole pile of money into the car and make sure it was going to work properly because originally my plan was to give it to my son who just turned 15 this past December. So I was going to give him my old Mazda. It'd be just over 10 years old when he got it and he turned 16, but it needed too much work and I just needed something more reliable. So Julie, my girlfriend, is uh, a very useful engine and she helped me out quite a bit. Uh, she called around to dealerships, she looked at different options, uh, used vehicles, all kinds of different things. So we actually found a 2013 Honda Civic for $3,000. And based on comparisons and whatever, that was several thousand dollars uh, less than it should have been. So we thought that was a great deal. So we contacted the guy and uh, he was apparently out of the country and he was leaving it with his trucker friend uh, to sell it. So we emailed him back and forth a bunch of times and we wanted to take a look at the thing and we were going to take a look at it on, on a Friday uh, about 5 o'clock. The trucker was going to bring it by. But the guy who owned the car was in Chile and he said that uh, he, he wanted us to do a money order through Western Union for the $3,000 before the trucker would bring it by. So what he wanted us to do was put all this money in a money order before we even took a look at it, before we even decided if we wanted it or not. So I went to Western Union to talk to them about that. And they basically said, uh, how well do you know this guy? I'm like, not very well. And they said, well, I wouldn't suggest it because it sounds like fraud. And everybody I talked to said, yeah, it sounds like fraud. So we never ended up getting that car. And there was a 2014 Civic for like $12,000 and this guy was selling the 2013 for 3000 so it was it was definitely fishy and uh, we just decided to avoid the whole thing couldn't figure out what his scam was what his end game was because he wouldn't get the money until we gave him the code so I don't know if he just wanted me to tie up $3,000 in Western Union money order that I wouldn't get back for weeks I don't know so we avoided that and we kept looking we kept looking so we went to the Honda dealership here in town and tried a, I think it was a 2017 Honda Civic. And it was nice. What, what more can I say about it? It was, uh, it was gray. It had a sunroof. It, uh, it was just a regular standard Honda Civic. And it was kind of nice. But the thing that I miss about my minivans that I had was being up so high that I could look over the snowbanks here in town because for the last nine years on in my Mazda, uh, because I was sitting so low, I'd have to pull out so far past the snowbanks. I was into oncoming traffic and it was just not good. It was dangerous. It, it didn't make me feel secure and I wanted to sit up higher. So then what did I do? Ah, let me think. So that was the Civic and then we went to the Hyundai dealership and I tried a Hyundai Kona and that's a that's a pretty small minivan sorry not a minivan SUV but a mini SUV like it, it's tiny 
And so I drove it. It was the base model and it was plasticky and it felt cheap and I was up high. So that was nice, but it just didn't feel like there was too much quality to it. So then I tried the Hyundai Tucson and that was nicer. It was still not the high end model. It was just whatever they had on the lot. Cause that's the thing when car shopping these days, you guys, uh, there's no stock to be had anywhere because of the coronavirus. They're not bringing in a lot of stock and you have to make appointments and oh, it's just, it's just annoying. So we drove the Civic, we drove the Kona, we drove the Tucson and talked to all the dealers and different options, different payment things and all that kind of stuff. And then I went home and I was exhausted. It was tiring because I had worked all day and then I did all that and I hadn't eaten yet because we had appointments. And I was wiped out. I was like, mm, okay, the, the Tucson is in the lead right now. The Civic is really nice. Um, it, it's used. So, nah, it, it wasn't bad. It was, it was, I almost bought a Civic instead of the Mazda nine years ago. Uh, but I think the Mazda was a little bit cheaper. And uh, I, I, I can't remember now. That's too long ago. But the Civic was nice. The Kona was crap. The, the Tucson was okay. But it was a little bit higher than I wanted to spend. So the next day or two, we went to Kia and two car vehicle company things that I never wanted to own was a Toyota and a Kia. But we tried a couple Kias. What did we try first? We tried, or did we only try one? Mm, I think we only tried one, but we, we talked about a few different ones. We tried something called the Kia Seltos, and I'd never heard of that thing. And apparently it only came out last March. It's a, a small SUV. Of course, once again, they gave us the base model to try. And uh, it was nice because it was up high, uh, but it was hard plastic, uh, very hard where you put your, uh, your elbows when you're driving the car and you're resting on the door handle. It's just not comfortable at all. And I, I normally, when we're not in coronavirus, I do a lot of road trips to North Bay or Sudbury or Sault Ste. Marie or Toronto or who knows where I'm going. But uh, long road trips mean that uh, your elbows are going to be sore. So I was like, mm, I don't really like that one. Uh, he said, well, uh, we don't have a higher end model to try, but there's this one in the showroom. Why don't you sit in it and take a look? And it was so nice. It, uh, it felt like it had quality and the seats were nice and the armrests were good and it had a lot of options and all kinds of stuff. Uh, but the, the price was a little bit high, but we, we thought about it. It was actually in the lead for what I was going to get, but it was a Kia and my buddy Renee used to have trouble with his Kias. Apparently the service is great though, but I didn't want to have a Kia, even though this Kia Seltos was really, really nice. And I was like, well, I don't know. I'll think about it. And then I thought about it a few times and looked at different uh, online places. And, and there's lots of things that are used for sale too here in town. There's uh, three or four used car dealerships, but they're all overpriced and way more expensive than what I wanted to pay. So kept looking online and Julie kept calling around and uh, called all the way uh, we, we called Macklang and Sundrich and they, they didn't have anything that was quite what I was looking for and just looked around and talked to my brother who's in the Sioux and uh, Sioux St. Marie that is and he said well why don't you go for some uh, new old stock 
And I'm like, that's not a bad idea. And what new old stock is, is vehicles that have been sitting on the lot for a year or two, and they just haven't been able to sell them for whatever reason. So I'm like, okay, that's a good idea. And he's like, yep, yeah, and call around for your insurance company uh, based on what vehicle you would get, if you're going to get a Civic, if you're going to get a Tucson, if you're going to get a Kia something or other, just ask for various prices for the different vehicles. And I'm like, well, that's a good idea. So I thought about it for a couple days. Uh, and then Julie owns a Nissan. So she was like, why don't you go check out the Nissans? And I'm like, mm, okay, that's something I never thought I would do. And there was a lot of Nissan Versas for sale, but I didn't want a Nissan Versa because even though they're peppy and zippy, uh, it's like an old lady car and I didn't want that. So uh, we looked and she, uh, she made a deal with the guy that uh, she had purchased her car for and he had found, and this is what I got you guys. I got a 2019 Nissan Rogue SV edition. And I thought, well, that's pretty cool because that's uh, mid-level trim. It's not the, the S version. It's not the SL, which is higher, and the S, which is lower. But it's the SV version. And since those are my initials, I was like, well, I guess I have to get this one because it's got my name written all over it. And anyway, it uh, it's a 2019, uh, brand new. Uh, it's been sitting there for about a year and a half. And nobody wanted this thing because it's front-wheel drive. And most people who get an SUV want all-wheel drive. But me, I didn't care. I was getting thousands of dollars off because they just wanted to get rid of this thing. There were actually three 2019 Nissans, two white ones and a gray one. And Julie owns a white Murano. And I thought, well, I don't want to get a white one as well because then we'll be too matchy-matchy because we'll both have white Nissans. And uh, the one that they had given me for the test drive was gray. It only had, I think, 41 kilometers on it, even though it was a year and a half old. So that's what I got, gang. I got a 2019 Nissan Murano, not a Murano, a Nissan Rogue uh, SV trim. So I've got the fancy uh, screen in the dash. Uh, I don't have the power lift gate. Uh, I don't have heated steering wheels. I don't have a sunroof, but I had a sunroof on my Mazda 3 and I hardly ever used it because I've got a bald head and when the sun beats down, uh, it always gives me a headache. So I was okay without the sunroof and they, they tinted all the windows for me at no charge, put on a bug deflector. Of course, I had to pay for the winter tires, but they did give me a snow brush for free and a blanket for emergency purposes, which says Nissan on it. Oh, and they also threw in the, the fancy hard plastic floor mats at no charge, uh, in addition to the soft carpeted ones. So now I have got a brand new, slightly old, 2019 Nissan Rogue. Here are my thoughts on it. So I'm recording this Monday, February 15th. I got it on the 12th last Friday and I've been driving it around town. The big difference is on my Mazda, after I had it for a few years, I started putting stickers on it because everybody knows I'm big into pop culture. The Rusted Robot podcast is all about pop culture. And so I had a Thundercat sticker on it. I had an OCP uh, Robocop sticker on it. I had a Star Trek uh, communicator badge symbol. I had Doctor Who. I had a Decepticon symbol on the hood. 
Uh, I had uh, Mr. Spock for President bumper sticker on the back. I had Stark Industries on the uh, the pillars by the uh, the front window doors area. I had uh, a face hugger from Aliens that had free hugs on it, and I had a Live Long and Prosper hand symbol from Mr. Spock. It was fully tricked out in all the geekery. Oh, it also had a uh, K2SO robot from Star Wars Rogue One on the back passenger window. Congratulations. You are being rescued. I'm K2SO. I'm a reprogrammed Imperial droid. So it was fully geeked up. On the trunk I had uh, my robot and the Rusted Robot podcast on there on the back as well. So totally geeked out. I had uh, a bunch of things on the mirror like a starship from hallmark ornaments and uh all kinds of stuff so anyway anybody who was paying attention knew when i was somewhere around town so this time i said to julie i said guess what this time i'm not going to put any stickers on it i'm going to be incognito it's like i'm cloaked nobody's going to know it's me and it's going to be awesome i told that to my other buddy and he's like oh you finally grown up. It's like you're an adult. I'm like, shh, don't say that. That's not fun. But yeah, I'm going to treat this with a little bit more uh, respect. Is, I don't know if that's the right word, but that's what I'm going to do. So it's going to be uh, in better condition. I'm going to take better care of it. Uh, let's see what else. Uh, another couple thoughts that I had was, so it's coming up on seven years since mom passed away. And I had the Mazda 3 when she was still alive. So I, I had this weird thought that, she'll never know that I have a new car. She only knows me from my Mazda three days. And that's totally ridiculous, but it's just a thought that I had that, oh, she's not going to know. So there was that. And so that was partially keeping me in my Mazda three just for nostalgic purposes. And then another thing I said to Julie was, you know what my problem is? Uh, I don't feel like I deserve to have nice things. She's like, what? What are you talking about? I'm like, well, if we think about it, uh, I've been driving this crappy old car around for the last nine years. It needs all kinds of work. It's it's really loud because the muffler has a crack in it. And it's got all these stickers on it. And I'm embarrassed to drive it slightly. But it's kind of also a point of pride because, you know what, I'm me and I'm just doing my own thing. And now I've got this new car. It's uh, I'm up high. It's nice. It's fancy. It's got the uh, screen in the dash. And I've got satellite radio. And... Uh, got all these options and all kinds of different things and it's got so much room and it's good on gas and all this stuff and I don't feel like I deserve to have nice things because I've, I've never lived in a nice house I've never had a nice vehicle it's just one of those things that it's it's ridiculous and I don't know where it came from it's like uh when you when you save things for good that was something that mom always said um she's like why aren't you wearing your favorite shirt i'm like because it's my favorite shirt i can't wear it i gotta save it for good and she always said being alive is the reason that's good right there just the fact that you're alive is is good so don't save things because there's no point so i was like huh okay and then another thing i was thinking was okay uh, i've got this old car if i just put some uh, a few thousand dollars into it it should run for another five or six years but then i'm always stressed out because maybe it's going to break down this time or nobody's going to be able to boost me or or whatever and i never want to spend the money because i'm always wanting to save all my money for retirement for some reason even though i've got a pension and rsps and all that stuff i'm like oh i shouldn't be spending this extra money per month because reasons 
So just totally ridiculous things. I don't feel like I should have nice things. But guess what? I, 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 I said to myself, okay, you know what? I'm in my mid-40s and uh, I, I've been at this uh, post office job for 14 years. I earn my money. I pay my bills. I can have nice things. And Julie's like, you're damn right you can have nice things. So we're sitting there in front of the guy at the Nissan dealership talking about costs and payments and monthly fees and the trade-in for my car. And finally I said, all right, wrap it up for me. Let's do it. Because at the Honda dealership, they were only going to give me $2,000 for my Mazda 3. Hyundai, they were going to give me, I think, 3500 actually. I think Kia was going to give me three grand. Uh, and a year and a half ago, I actually tried some kind of Dodge vehicle. I think it was a Trailhawk Jeep Cherokee something or other. And they, but they were only going to give me 500 for the car. Uh, and since Nissan was going to give me 3250 I was like, that's a decent price. I will accept your trade-in. And I will take the Nissan Rogue. So that's what I did. So now I've been driving it around for the last three and a half, four days. And it's nice. I'm up high. I can see where I'm going. I've got the extra set of tires. I've got some fancy floor mats. I've got a fancy screen and a backup camera, which I've never had. So all kinds of weird things. But I'm liking it. And yes, you too, friends in podcast land, you deserve nice things as well. Don't save anything for good. If you've got the money to pay for a new vehicle or a new house or that shirt or that pair of shoes that you want, just go ahead and do it because you only live once. Uh, Tomorrow's not guaranteed, like they say. Just do the things. And that's really all that matters. And I think that's all I've got to say for right now. Uh, But anyway, I hope you enjoyed my car shopping experience. It was kind of exhausting. I'm glad it's over now. Uh, I'm glad I have a new vehicle. Uh, It's a little bit bittersweet because I practically lived in my Mazda for nine years, but it was time for an upgrade, so that's what I did. If you enjoyed that story, why don't you go ahead and give me a thumbs up on YouTube if you're following me there. If not, uh, share the links to this episode or any of my podcasts with your friends. Uh, Check out all the podcasts on the ESO network, maybe leave a five-star review somewhere, uh, go to the website, which is www.soulforgepodcast.com. You can check out all the social media links. There's a support button if you uh, want to support the podcast with a $3 coffee through coffee.com. There's uh, what other things we have on there. I I don't have that in front of me right now, but I know we have the YouTube channel link, the iTunes link, uh, a link for Rusted Robot. Uh, I think there might be an Instagram link, or I may have to put that on there still. I can't remember. But anyway, there's so many options for contacting us here at the podcast. Feel free to do whatever you like. But until next time, take care. And remember, life only comes around once. So do whatever makes you happy and be with whoever makes you smile. Thank you for listening to another episode of the Soul Forge podcast. Your support is greatly appreciated, and we hope you'll tune in again next time. Remember that you can visit soulforgepodcast.com for all of our social media links. And don't forget to share the show with everyone you know. The Soul Forge Podcast is your best source for living your best life. Think about it. This has been a broadcast of the ESO Network. Be part of the crew and help support our shows by donating to our ESO Patreon 
or by shopping for the Tea Public Store, which can all be found at www.esonetwork.com. The ESO Network, your station for all things geek.